Hello, I'd like to welcome on board our podcast, Machine East. They're an independent creative studio specializing in motion graphics, visual arts, comprising Fiza, Rahim, and Reza Leando. Hello, guys. Hello. Hi. Hi, thanks hey. for having us, guys. Thank, Thank you. Yeah. I will have to say that we had so many technical problems getting <laughs> this call together. <laughs> we are glad that it's finally working. Yes. So we, we're really, really cool, lucky cool. to have you <laughs> finally. Can you yeah. tell us where, where you are and what you've been up to? Um, we are Machinists. So Machinists is actually co-founded by my husband and I, Ando. So uh, we are now based in Malaysia. But then our team is spread across Singapore, Thailand, Indonesia as well. So you it have is most, a team. Wait, on. you have a team. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just yes. the two of you. Yeah. Like how many Remote of you team. are there? Team. Uh, it depends. Uh, but most the, the core team is basically uh, consists of five of us. Yes. Think. Yeah, mostly five. But um, we are kind of expandable. So yeah. if we need a bigger project, like. Uh, yeah. and bigger team then we will expand more yeah. but if we're just um, a smaller scale projects then mm. it's just maybe um, the two of us and then with our producer yeah. or maybe not you know like mm. it, it's, it is that kind of module for the past three years now mm. very flexible yeah, <laughs> very flexible. which part of Malaysia are you at right now? Um, we're actually in PJ oh. Petaling Jaya in, area in, yeah. in, can Selangor, I say KL? Selangor, Selangor yeah, yeah but <laughs> near, Selangor, like, near yeah, KL yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you've worked across all these different industries, right? Of motion graphics, of design, of art. Where do you sort of identify or place yourselves? Or are you kind of extracted from the different categories and work in between, mm, you think? We uh we kinda do uh both commercial and arts, mm. um, you know, kind of approach our kind of projects as well. So uh, yes, we started together as, you know, when, when we started Machinists, we wanted to do, you know, commercial works, yes. And then mm. eventually throughout the whole years, we, uh, we like to explore uh, our identity, you know, our kind of style uh, mm. throughout the whole years. And that evolved to do uh, where we can do our own style with, you know, our self-projects. And then eventually we'll be, uh, we are being pick and feature on, on certain, you know, curators and, and, and art projects. And yeah, I think it we move from commercial mm. through, art, through arts uh, along the years. So we can do both, actually. Actually, <laughs> actually this, this model, right, it reminds me there's a few yeah. uh, artists I've worked with. I mean, the most prominent one that, that kind of used this approach was Team Lab. So I, mm. you heard of Team Lab, the Japanese uh, yes, group. Yes, yeah. of course. So I, 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 I worked with them, I think, first time in 2012, 2013. Mm -hmm. And at that time, I remember, you know, uh, they also started as a commercial uh, leaning, mm. you know, creative agency. So they, they were doing a lot of uh, coding and, you know, programming and inventing new platforms or apps and stuff like that. But they really, really wanted to make their own work, you know, as art. And mm. when yeah. I asked them, they said that the reason why they even exist, right, is that uh, mm -hmm. the founder, he had, he's a very friendly guy. So he, he, he mm. had many, many friends in university and friends from various faculties, you know, including architecture, engineering, science, whatever, right? Yeah. And he wants to hang out with them forever 
So he started the company <laughs> and then he hired yeah. all of them, all his friends. And then that's how they got into like uh, designing wow. new apps and, you know, doing a lot of experiments. Mm. So when I worked with them, I think it was only the second like really, you know, kind of project on a contemporary art platform. The first was they had a show in a museum in Taiwan, but nobody really knew about that show, you know. And then I invited them for the Biennale in Singapore. And then from that point onwards, somehow it it gave them that platform to be free and become artists. And then at the back, you know, they still have the team, the other side of the team lab that produces commercial projects. But what I'm trying to say is, you know, a lot of artists struggle with uh, finance, right? And starting mm, okay. off uh, from a commercial platform means that you stabilize that part of your existence first. You know, once you have this business yeah. model going and then, you know, you have clients and you can feed yourself and feed your company, your staff, then you start to do <laughs> the crazy, crazy things, right? And then, mm. is that how you intend to do it? <laughs> also? <laughs> Uh, well, actually, surprisingly, um, I I actually come from a business uh, family background. Mm-hmm. So I all my life, I always wanted to not have my own business mm-hmm. because I see like the hardship that comes with it from both um, like my parents. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's really tough to have your own business, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, but um, when we were doing machinist, actually machinist started uh, as a part-time, like when we come home from work, mm. we thought like, I want to do something that we can't do in our commercial, when we were as motion graphic, in my job. So we we know a lot of things technically that mm. we can't do at our jobs because mm. it's that time maybe it's not very common, like to mm. be design yeah. or whatever. So. Mm-hmm. We thought like, hey, why not we try it at home and then like just post it up, you know? Mm-hmm. I had like, I, I was like really um, worried about uh, posting up my own personal work because usually I'm a designer first. Mm. So all my work up online is always about my clients mm-hmm. uh, needs and then like commercial stuff. Mm-hmm. So when I posted our own uh, project, like art, artwork projects, we didn't expect to get like, um, a lot of followers mm. and then at the end um, even Nike approached us like from Portland all the way from Portland oh, and they asked us yeah they asked us to uh, do the campaign at Air Max campaign, Air Max yeah, yeah. Mm. so they asked us to do Air Max and then at that moment we realized that hey um, I think this is the time you know yeah it's the time to like maybe yeah. maybe like take this seriously and not yeah. just have it as a part time anymore yeah, because yeah. this this has gone like way out of out of hand <laughs> in terms of like your keeping your advertising job, motion graphic job, and then yeah. like you know like uh, and on the slide you do another yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. because yeah. at the time the responsibility was pretty heavy, you know. So mm. we, we we couldn't juggle two jobs at the same time, you know. Like yes, we had you know full time jobs, and then we had this you mm. know side mm. project. Which was mm. like you, and I was become like, like, like wow. a full time. <laughs> yeah. wow. So be- that was like, hey, let's this yeah. now, you know, or never. So yeah. that's be- it. Be- it be- before you set up Machine Ease, right? Like in your previous jobs, were you both working together as well in the same company or uh, no? No, nah, no. Nah. Um, we 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 used to study together study, yes. in mm. 2001 at the One Academy in Malaysia, mm. yeah. and then after that. Uh, we both moved to Singapore. Yeah. Like Ando moved first, 
Mm. And yeah. then in uh, to join a local, local studio, motion graphic studio, boutique studio. studio, yeah. Mm-hmm. studio, yeah. And then after that, the boss of that studio like saw my portfolio because we work together in in KL as well. Mm-hmm. So then he was like, "Hey, I saw your portfolio because you work together with Ando. So mm. why not you also go to Singapore and then?" Yeah. So we moved to Singapore in 2010. Mm-hmm. So that's how we we started. Like we are both Singaporean PR as well. Mm. So. Uh, Yeah, we thought we we're gonna be in Singapore forever and ever, but then, <laughs> but then after that, we felt like um, the need to like you know move around, travel around. Mm. But then thanks to COVID, that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> and has so the, yeah, seen, sorry, sorry, has yes. the reception been different? Like, I mean, now that you're working in Malaysia and working in Singapore, did you feel there was like more openness in in either place or is it kind of similar hmm. or it doesn't um, matter it doesn't matter it doesn't actually. matter actually yeah, yeah. It, yeah. yeah. At, at, at the current stage uh, where we are right now mm. you know where uh, we work remotely uh, I mean since then uh, a few years back we we kind of you know I explored this idea hey w- uh, wouldn't be great if we you know our friend was from different places but we mm. do the same thing you know mm. but back then maybe it was just you know an idea it was it wasn't ideal yeah. like what are you mm. talking about that mm. but then now fast forward now it yeah. really it, it's really it works just fine you know mm. as long you have uh, as long you you control the the, the execution the design and mm. everything you know Uh, no matter where you are, mm. you you could still do produce great work. But you know, I I I think that you know you were mentioning just now that you uh, after you moved to Singapore and then now you are Singapore permanent residents and then you know Fiza you are Malaysian and then Ando is Indonesian. You know, it's like yeah. a yeah. really really good match. You know, I feel the <laughs> the kind of. Uh, What you call know, it's right? like a melting yeah. pot, you know, of ideas, right? And, melting and pot, melting pot of right. identities, and I, I think that yes. is really, really interesting. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do have this question, like uh, every, every time, like, am I Malaysian or am I Singaporean <laughs> or like, am I like, you know? Because the thing is, I do, I do have. We've been living in Singapore for quite some time, so yeah. there are certain like values that. You know, like vibe with us for like being in Singapore, mm-hmm. and all everything is efficient mm-hmm. and yeah. everything yeah. is properly done. You mm-hmm. know, so for but for us also we we kind of feel like um, we are also Malaysian and Indonesian, yeah. right? So it's like in a way it's like so now we just say we are Southeast Asian. Mm-hmm. You know, Southeast, yeah, <laughs> it's very hard to be specific. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're not here or there. You know, yeah. kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But, but so I, we, I, we like to. I think that that's the way to go. You know, I mean, in fact, not yeah. just Southeast Asian, but we are all you know citizens of the world. But the fact that we could uh, uh, move from one cultural context to the other and then get to know mm. each other, and then for you, you know, you are married, right? Like, you know, the the sharing is, I think, even more. You 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 see it. Yeah. I mean, I myself, my my wife is Indonesian. So you know, even though ah. I, I I think I speak like really good Bahasa, but sometimes we still argue because I don't understand <laughs> what she's saying. You know, but then that gives you a an opportunity to learn something new, and then as artists, right. you then use it. You know, sometimes uh, in your work, right? Like this uh, language yeah, yeah. clash or culture clash, and having to mm-hmm. learn. Like in Singapore, it's I don't know what it is to you. What it, what is Singapore to you? 
how did you perceive it when you were here? Like that vibe that you were as, saying. You know, especially being creatives and yeah. being artists. Yeah, uh, uh, for me, Singapore has always been like somewhere that's very organized. Like, mm. you know, like even the design from the design perspective, like mm. everything is like following like grids and stuff, which <laughs> which is yeah. very nice. Like it's a different character from say like Hong Kong. Hong Kong is like more of uh, um, very gritty, right? Gritty mm. and, and, um, but also there's a there's a beauty to it. Yeah. Know? So mm-hmm. yeah, there, there's a lot of each each country has its own characteristics, and sometimes we get the influence from them by mm-hmm. yeah. You know, and if you think of Singapore, you always think futuristic, you know. Right, so there's right. always uh, the vibe that we we, we like. Yeah. So mm. we we just like that. <laughs> well, as as a as a you know proper person, we we kind of like <laughs> yeah, we kind of like organize <laughs> organize how organized Singapore is, you know. So yeah. we're like yeah, you know, like yeah, everything like must this. be consistent <laughs> on the yeah, spot, you yeah, know. So yeah. well, you glad, don't get in other countries like other countries like in Asia. But in that case, yeah. because you you have this mix of culture, right? Was it quite natural to then work on this project, the new weave project? Because you would have seen, mm. you know, like weaving at some point, like come across it in your research, and you've also lived in the in the countries. Yeah, and the symbolism yeah. that comes with the fabric of yeah. the weavers from Lombok, yeah. Padang, mm. and Sarawak, and Correct, yeah. everywhere. Yeah. When when we yeah when we heard about this project, the new weave, we were like. Hey, these are the kind of you know these are from our home you know uh, mm. home traditions. You know, like I'm 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 from Padang, mm. so that's exactly the, yeah. Nice. So that's hey, I know that texture because you know when I was younger days, you know I, I I've seen those textures from you know when my mom um, made some stuff from those, right? You know, so yeah, uh, yeah, and then Pisa saw her Borneo text, mm. uh, yeah, texture. Yeah, because I'm from so, East Malaysia, right? yeah. so it is it is. My, my father is Sabahan and my mother is Sarkin. So it's like mm. both Sabah and Sarawak. So mm-hmm. uh, my mom actually has all this fabric mm-hmm. that's weaved in like traditional Sarkin mm. uh, method. Wow. And it, it does feel close to home because we've I've grown up seeing it. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like uh, at this older age, I question my identity, right? Mm. So yeah. the more I question my identity, the more yeah. I feel like I want to learn about my own his mm-hmm. like his like culture history. Mm-hmm. So that's why recent years I've been doing a lot more of this um Southeast Asian stuff yeah, and yeah. like more like mm. nature, maybe like an escape mm. from this like pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> and was yeah, that it's just um Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Was there something when you were doing your research that that maybe awakened a thought or like I mean, not just about thinking of your childhood, mm. but maybe as mm. you've seen mm. these designs growing up, right? Did it unlock mm. a mm. kind of new, new way of thinking about about how it's made, about what it means? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think, uh, like, uh, I think as digital artists, you know, we, uh, I think we need to do more something like this in mm. in the future, where you know, mm. like. Uh, things that we've seen uh, or, or traditional stuff that we have in Southeast Asia needs to be explored more in mm-hmm. digital medium, you know, and, and there's a lot of ways. Uh, one of the ways that you guys have done with New Weaves, I think that was remarkable, you know, like uh, showing 3D pattern mm-hmm. in, you know, like a traditional pattern in 3D platform, you know, mm-hmm. so. Like digital, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's actually, if you're talking about digital, there's a lot more explorations on digital, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah. I mean, 
mapping, you know, like like uh, large screens, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, looking back to the questions, I think, yeah, I, I, we feel like this sort of uh, exposure needs to be continued in in the future. You know, mm-hmm. I think uh, that way people will see, oh, hey, there's a lot of you know uh, tradition uh, textures that mm-hmm. we've seen in, the, in in those days are being explored in digital you know, platforms. You, you know, uh, uh, there are. Quite a number of partners that are involved in this uh, Maybank Women Eco Weavers uh, program, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the crust of it is eco, right? So they use eco materials mm-hmm. specifically for this program. Yeah. The, the the fabric they weave for this program usually they use eco friendly materials. Yeah. But mm-hmm. having said that, the most advanced or adventurous weavers in the entire program yeah. that's part of the partnership are the ones from Sarawak. Yeah. You know, they are called Tanoti, right? And what's yeah. interesting and about them, outside of uh, what they do with Maybank in their weaving, they also weave mm. like metal, leather, leather into the fabric, mm. you know, like, like wow. whatever you want. You know, they are very daring. And, yeah. and what's interesting is the weavers from Sarawak, from Tanoti, they are young. You know, whereas in the other parts, uh, I think the centers are struggling or they are trying to bring in younger uh, women, yeah. uh, you know, to continue this tradition. Because if, if nobody continues this traditional weaving techniques, right, at least, like it would die. Basically, mm-hmm. the culture would just, like yeah. for example, in Malaysia, I think in West Malaysia, they have a problem with uh, songket weaving. Mm. You know, because yeah. nobody wants to do it anymore. It's so time-consuming. You know, you you will, uh, and then when when you produce the hand-woven songket, it will be so expensive that not yeah. many people can afford to buy it. So you know, people will buy uh, factory-made ones. Mm-hmm. But what I'm mm. trying to say is that not just with digital uh, pushing the boundaries through digital with this project, but also yeah. the weavers themselves, the younger generation, yeah. are pushing it. Yeah. You know, with materials, with physical materials. Uh, mm. You know, I, I I usually we do uh, invite our artists to the uh, weaving centers for immersion program, like for a week. You know, mm-hmm. they stay there and they hang out with the weavers. So you know, I'm looking forward to working, possibly with you guys again, and have you like Ando go back to Padang, <laughs> then <have laughs> pizza go to Sarawak. Like, thanks, thanks for thinking of yeah, us. Yeah, that'd be the last time we had we had a Filipino artist uh, in Sarawak, yeah. and then uh, huh? what was the the harvest uh, fest- festival? Yeah, he he they invited oh, him to Gawai, yeah. yeah, and he freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> but all the artists that we've sent to these uh, villages to meet the weavers and be there, it seemed mm. to have been you know that experience seemed to have defined or become a defining moment in their practice as as artists, as mm. persons also. Uh, months after that, they still cannot get over it. You know, they still talk to us like they just came back yesterday. And then years after that, even they are, most of them are still in touch with the weavers. They, they chat on WhatsApp with the weavers, you know, they become friends, yeah. you know. So yeah. more than just making art, yeah. right? And yeah. okay, mm-hmm. I've gone a bit too much. I think maybe we go back to. Uh, it's fine. Totally fine. <laughs> maybe we go back to uh, your work. You know, uh, yeah. 
I I really love the the piece that you guys made. You know, it looks like laundry hanging, but really expensive laundry. <laughs> What can you share with us the idea behind the piece you created? Uh, okay, so recently we've been doing a lot of uh, dreamscapes kind mm. of artwork, like on our personal stuff. So uh, for this project, we wanted to explore, you know, like just sitting down there and like perhaps that like you say like waiting for the laundry to dry, <laughs> you know, like just appreciating mm. the quiet and stillness, you know, calmness yeah. of just like being there. It's being present yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah because um and also the landscape that we use for this is very lush like mm. um i always ask ando as well like why do we see a lot of westernized design but mm. we hardly see like you know like southeast asian designers making something like very identifyingly southeast asia yeah. you know so i would like to explore that more in the future as well yeah like most of this that's why this project new weave is quite um, interesting for, interesting us, for us because it's something that i've always uh feel like we should explore mm. like yeah. trying to modernize maybe not modernize but trying to make a tradition into something modern that you can appreciate yeah. you know like mm. you can you can feel like hey this is our culture this is like mm. our tribal stuff yeah, yeah. you know like yeah. it's something unique that we should share and we should like shout out to the world like mm. you know just take the time and then like, appreciate this yeah. mm. and was it a so landscape that was from memory like a, or a combination of different Wait, let me let me guess let me guess okay. my answer okay, is guess. yes From Padang as well as from Sarawak. Okay, now you answer. Is it true? <laughs> okay, actually, right. The the landscape that we have, the terrain. The terrain is um, I've used the Gunung Santubong terrain. You see? So that's in Sarawak. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I use that terrain. Like in the Google Map, there's like this software you, that you can use. Like you can extract the actual yeah. the actual oh. landscape terrain. Mm. Yeah. Build it in 3D. So in, 3D. in a sense, there's a lot of you know. Yeah, there's like hidden. Like it's like a technical <laughs> thing, but it's like yeah, hidden. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Mm. and then we we that uh, like the coconut and the palm mm. palm trees yeah. to like put inside our design. The essence, well. the essence of again, something yeah. bigger. Mm. You know, again, and we just want to make it like you know calm, relaxed, and and like try to break from our previous mm. project that we've done. It's mm. always modern, futuristic, whatever. You know, so this is like you know what? Let's take this. Our own style. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in a different mm. approach. Mm. Why, yeah. why, why? I said yes, right? Is that I've worked with uh, quite a lot of artists from Padang, actually. Mm. In fact, last mm. year mm. I wrote an essay for a group exhibition of artists from uh, Padang, from uh, South Sumatra. You know, in yeah. Jogja, the exhibition was in Jogja, and they invited me to write an essay for their book. And when I speak to all artists from Padang. The landscape never left them. It's like it's either <laughs> either a secret or something. It's like they was always say that's that part of the, the vegetation. That's a memory of the forest near my village. And then mm. everybody says that. Yeah. No, that's the yeah. mountain near my village. Yeah. That's the forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we are yeah, very I mean, very close to nature. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I mean, even. For me, like when I went to my my parents' uh, kampung, you know, like mm. their village, right? So I guess because they live in those kind of environments, mm. so it's always relatable for for us, as, 
you know uh, minang you know kadang people mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah but yeah, do you feel that's, that's, yeah. almost like very detached from it now um like mm. would, would you link it more to childhood and a sense of nostalgia or is it something that you would want to like rediscover you think yeah um that's that's one of the reason why we moved here as well mm. so in a sense that we wanted to be close to the family mm-hmm. and also the um the place that we grew up in so mm. um for me i would like to revisit borneo mm-hmm. but maybe after covid yeah. <laughs> it was supposed okay. to be like this yeah. year we yeah. visit borneo yeah. but that ain't happening yeah. <laughs> i mean last year that ain't happening Probably yeah sometime. so it can be postponed for postponed some time mm-hmm. yeah but but in a sense that uh we we always try to put like all of our elements of nostalgia and childhood in our work Like uh, for example, the Rainbow Paper series. Mm-hmm. Um, this mm-hmm. one, if you see at the back of mm-hmm. my wall, mm-hmm. the one, oh, the one. Mm-hmm. yeah, that one is inspired by zinc rooftops. Mm-hmm. And then, um, surprisingly, IBM approached us to buy that artwork for their for global, their global campaign. campaign. It was mm. like 2000, yeah, 2018 or yes. Yeah, I think 2018. I can't remember. Yeah. 17 but, or 18. Yeah. But that is also like an a tech company buying some artwork that is inspired by your childhood and classic mm. zinc rooftop <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. like something not modern at all but yeah. you know so mm. so that's uh, i find it quite interesting mm. and like So you know, I want, I want to, I want. This is an interesting point, and uh, yeah. we actually just spoke to Jeff, uh, one Loud of the squeak. artists, yeah, yeah. Loudsqueak from LA. You know, and one of the things that came out of that conversation is uh, the fact that what people see in his work, you know, they they make their own uh, deduction, right? Assumption, yeah, yeah is eye candy, is pretty, and everything. But when you when I when we spoke to him, actually it goes very very deep. You know, it's like sociology and you know a bit of science, wow. a bit of this and that. Mm. But uh, you know, uh, that is him as a person because he he wants to look at the world in a very different way. Mm. But he says he can't help it that because a lot of the platform today that is used to feature artworks by young artists and uh, using digital, digital media especially yeah. ends up being you know online on social media Instagram. and and you know on social media is always the eye candy first mm-hmm. right so yeah. the fact that you just spoke about keeping your identity uh, certain tradition or reflecting on tradition uh, reflecting on your personal histories Do you see that as a very info- important factor and something that will come out more and more in your future works, you know, as an artist? And not yes. so much, you uh, know, what whether people like it or not, you know. Yeah, actually um most of question. our most of our stuff we we do it because we like it first, right? Yeah, that I think when you genuinely love something, it will um show across like to other people and somebody else will like it too like mm-hmm. when we did um before we do nike we did like 36 days of type yeah and then we like those kind of uh stuff that we do we just we were just having fun mm-hmm. both of us still 
you know like doing it on the side mm-hmm. on the weekends and at night mm-hmm. and then it's like some other people like it as well and then approach us to do more of it because so of, yeah, yeah because, because of something yeah. that we like so we always believe that If, if you, you put your heart yeah, on if it, you put eh? your yeah. heart into it, you will. You somebody else will yeah, like it too. Eventually, people will like it too. You yeah. know, like um, I'm sure some people will approach you. You know, but <laughs> even if people don't like it, it's yeah. fine. Yeah, it's fine like. because again, because you, you yeah. it's something that you like. You know, so yeah. yeah. So that's the art, the art part, I guess, for for our work, our side, right? Yeah. It's more about like. You know, like fulfilling that yeah. need, self-satisfaction. Yeah, self-satisfaction. You know, self-satisfaction. You know? and how much of the work would you reveal, like to its true extent? You know, say say you were referencing a landscape from your childhood, and you knew mm. the commercial client wouldn't really like be focused on that. Maybe they were looking at the style, for example. Is it still important mm. for you to go? This was what the work was about. Or do you kind of hold back? Mm, sorry, what? Sorry. <laughs> can, like, can like I, how much I, of uh, the 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 concept or the intent do you um, reveal? Okay, maybe maybe I can yeah. rephrase that. Okay, yeah. You know, yeah. you make yeah. two kinds of works, right? Yeah. So one work for yeah. yourselves as mm. as artwork as artists. Yeah. The other yeah. work you make uh, for clients, which mm. is like a design work. Like so, I think what Deborah is yeah. asking is. Mm. How much of you, your personality, or as as artist, would you push into works that commercial clients commission you yeah. to make? Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, for this, yeah, um, we usually when we propose, uh, when we do design projects, and then we propose to the client, um, like ideas, ideas, and, and right? Yeah, During the pre-pro, yeah. we will always have one. Yeah. Uh, one project uh, one treatment that is based on the client's needs like yes. mm. the safe one we yeah. call it mm-hmm. the safe one safe where <laughs> it answers the client's brief yes okay. so and we will have another one where it's more like um, our take our, our take exploration on the brief. Mm. for that execution right right yeah. that way they, they get they have an idea like okay mm-hmm. uh, option one is good okay mm-hmm. but option two you know it's, there's always a comparison yeah. Yeah. so Uh, we we always give options to our clients that way they have an idea where mm. where they are, uh, mm. where we can you know uh, where they want and mm. what they can you know are uh, willing to 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 go for it. So, yeah, because sometimes uh, when the client approach you, they say like, oh, I want something like bold, and then in the end they're like, oh, I'm very <laughs> uncomfortable with this yeah, yeah. approach. So yeah, yeah, that's that's happens. and it's hard for you. To, yeah. yeah. So it's hard for you to gauge like what kind of um. So that's how we gauge the client. Like yeah. if they're like into very bold stuff, or they want to have a safe, safe uh, yeah. a safe approach. So that's why there's these two options. Mm. Like for us, of course, the safe option is also we instill ourselves into it. Like the yeah. way we think, like composition, mm. design, mm. typography. Mm. But it's just that it's more of like answering the brief for them because yeah. you know, like sometimes you feel like you want to buy this kind of bag, and then you're not into the other kind of bold. Over the top bag, yeah. mm-hmm. so you know you get to pick. Yeah, yeah. I okay. I have final a, yeah. I have a, a a final question for you. <laughs> like, do you <laughs> see yourself like in the future, right? Uh, can you imagine a time when you are just producing works as artists, and of course making you know being able to support yourself through that. 
and totally let's say leave the commercial clients behind like like totally autonomous and making it you know can you see that happening um if i can be daniel arsham yes yeah. I, i would definitely yeah. want to be that yeah. but yeah I, i i don't know if there will be it's a realistic yeah, yeah. for us but i mean to be yeah. like him it, it you know it's it that's a certain <laughs> Oh, or like Team Lab, you know. When I when I met them, I went to their studio. It was a crazy studio. They had 100 people working in Team Lab studio. Oh my god! And then today, wow. today they are super famous as artists. They are selling artworks in art galleries and in galleries like Pace in New York. Like their works are not cheap. They are being collected by uh, really high-profile collectors. And yeah. at the same time. Apparently, Team Lab, the the company, the commercial side, has grown to like 400 people. Mm. You know, oh, wow. so they grew both ways, right? They became yeah. yeah a force to reckon with in the art world. You whether you like them or not, and then at the same time, <laughs> in the commercial side, they also grow like so strong. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. that's good. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I. But ho- that's the that's with the uh, design projects right mm-hmm. like commercial projects because of this limitation it's quite um interesting you know like mm-hmm. to approach like finishing mm-hmm. that kind of challenge yeah. you know how, how, what can you do with this limited assets and yeah. how can you well, do something i i, I guess i mean oh. if uh, from what i've seen you know of of uh, like a design um, based i don't know to even say agencies but even individuals or brands or you know you when you uh, when your style or your signature becomes so strong that it defines a genre you know for example mambo right and then people say oh that's mm-hmm. mambo style you know that everybody start copying yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but you know where it starts from that is when yeah. the clients have to go with what you are about and yeah. not what they want yeah. it to be about and i i totally think it's possible mm-hmm. and You know, I wish that you get there, you too, both of you. You know, it's amazing. You know, to 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 we'll meet see. people like this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But we'll send yeah, we send you we, we, all we, the energy yeah. to do it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, we, we we try as as an artist, we try, you know, like uh, explore as much as we can, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, be uh, and be uh, trying something new, then try to come up with our own flavor, quote yeah. unquote flavor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So thank you guys thank you for being on our podcast. Yeah. And uh, let's keep in touch and all the best to you. More power to both of you. Yeah. Uh, please bring Southeast Asia up there <laughs> in, on, on international <laughs> playground. <represent>. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay, thank yeah, hope, you. Hope to Take see care. you guys in Singapore again. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. Of course, of course please. Okay, <laughs> bye-bye. Bye, guys. Thank Take you. Care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.